Our podcast has been nominated for five spin awards. I would like to thank you for listening and also for your votes to the nominating committee at the spin awards. Thank you all so much for recognizing our moments of grace. And we pray that you have a day of grace. Thank you. Hello, this is Thomas Dotson, author of My Broken Pieces, His Masterpiece. You're listening to Moments of Grace with Dr. Butler. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. So happy to have you here with us, my Moments of Grace listeners. You know, I love you all so much. You're, you're, you're such a blessing, such a blessing to us. Uh, you know, it, it, it's amazing to me, you know, my, uh, my largest group outside of the U S is, is in Ireland and, and, uh, we have Puerto Rico, uh, also England and Canada and Australia and to my listeners in Australia, God bless you all. You know, we have one of our, uh, contributors that, uh, was in Ukraine fighting and, um, uh, from Australia, so we we want to tell him, uh, brother Jank, uh, brother Chuck, that uh, thank God he made it back home from that um, that incident and that ordeal. Um, you know, life will will just throw things at you. P- part of what we're supposed to do as believers, as people that are loving and nurturing, is to try to uplift people, try to uplift whoever we can. Uh, Sometimes that's difficult because people are, are a difficult creature, especially, I believe, if they don't have the love of Yahshua in their lives. Uh, my guest today is a multi-generational writer. She's written blogs. She does Christian fiction. Uh, she writes across all genres, trying to do exactly what we're talking about is to touch the lives of people through her writing. And today I'd like to welcome to the Moments of Grace uh, broadcast podcast, uh, Alistair Banks. Welcome, Alistair. Uh, welcome. Thank you for having me. Would you uh, share with the audience a little about, a bit about yourself? So, hi, my name is Alistair Banks. I am a multi-generational author, motivational speaker, and blogger. I am from a small town called McCormick, South Carolina. And I write children's books. I write poetry books. I do Christian fiction for young adult women. And I have three gratitude journals for all ages. And I've also been featured in the Index Journal, the Press and Banner, WZLA radio broadcast. And I've also been on WGGS News Channel 16 for my books as well. And I'm also a featured author with the Infinite Power of You book club for the month of September. All right. Well, you 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 seem like a very very busy young lady. Um, share with us a, a little bit about your Christian fiction. I know my uh, my nine year old. She wrote a little uh, Christian fiction, and um, it was just such a pleasure to help her write that. Uh, share with us about your Christian fiction uh, that you've written for young people. So I've written two books called Girl Rise and Cracking the Weight Code. 
And Girl Rise is a fictionalized account of my life. And Allie Billings is considered my alter ego. And she goes through just the various challenges of life and just trying to fit in as a young girl. And she experiences four um, difficult love relationships in her life. But I think at that point in time during her childhood, she had an absent father. And I think that trying to understand a father's love was difficult for her. Though she had a mother's love, as you, you know, there's two components to, um, you know, parental love. And I think as Allie got older, I think the bond with her dad changed from, you know, adolescence to an adulthood. And I think it grew stronger. And I think through Jesus Christ, she found her self-worth and her father and her developed a um, stronger relationship with each other. And they grew to understand each other through um, religious teachings and Jesus Christ. Got you. Got you. And, and that's, that's ultra important. That's, that's ultra important. Like I said, we have a, a nine-year-old here. Well, she's not nine anymore. She's 12. Um, and the, um, the, the difficulties are the uh, culture and everything. And I call it a cult. There's no such thing as culture. It's cults um, that are bombarding our, our young people. So, um, that, that sounds like a very, very interesting story. And, and um, uh, where can people get that, that set of books? So they can find them on Amazon. And Cracking the Happy White Coat is a story about Allie Billings. And she struggles with weight and body image and peer pressure growing mm-hmm. up. That's important, isn't it? Yes. Especially sure. these days. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's definitely important. Uh, we, we have a... We have a lot of misnomers about uh, people, um, weight, uh, you know, all of all of these, all these uh, genres that are thrown at our young people uh, about what they should look like. Um, the the uh, perfect image of what a woman is or a man is 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 distorted, tr- mm-hmm. completely distorted. Um, you also have uh, a blog, and so share with us about your blogs. Uh, yeah, so I have a blog um, at alistartherwriter.blog, and I write about women's health and wellness. I do mental health, I do psychology, and I also touch on parenting due to my children's books, where I talk about teaching children colors and the importance of kindness and empathy. Got you, got you. Um, you and you mentioned mental health. Uh, any, any, um, any particular professional predilections there, or, or is it just something that that you, uh, you you love to share? It's something that I love to share through my own personal experiences of mental health, of struggling with anxiety and depression when it came to finding my career path and just feeling that sense of hope that there is a career, you know, out there for me. Because a lot of times for millennials, when they get out of college, it's difficult to find a job with their bachelor's degrees. And some of them end up not getting a job with their bachelor's degrees. They ended up taking another profession by getting a certification or going into um, real estate or selling, you know, life insurance or whatnot. So depending on the social, you know, the economy, economic status, um, just depending on where that person lives dictates, I guess, what job opportunities are within their scope. Got you. Well, you know, it's it, it's funny that you said that because um, I am uh, my degree is in uh, my PhD is in Christian counseling, um, 
and a, a master's in counseling and sociology. I have a double master's. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I've never, other than in the ministry, I've never worked in secular uh, America in that I'm, you know, been in the military and the whole gamut. So I think that's indicative, uh, unfortunately, to unless you are going in law or uh, medicine, I think that's indicative to, uh, to the degrees we get here in America. It's, it's kind of misleading that you'll get a job in, in your field. I don't know very many people other than teachers and, and people of that status that, that may have gotten a degree in you know, psychology or counseling or business that, that actually went into the, the field that they were expecting. So I, I think, you know, for, from my perspective, you said millennials, I'm a whole lot older than a millennial, but <laughs> over my course of, of life of living, I, I know very few people outside of specifics that are actually working in their, their job field, but, but it does happen. It does happen. So you guys don't get dismayed. <laughs> it does happen. You can't work it in your field, but uh, I, a uh, secular America, I've never worked in, uh, never worked in psychology, never been uh, a secular counselor or anything like that. Uh, but you, you, you're doing some, uh, some great things, your fiction, your, your, your blogs, what, what other writings do you do? And you, you also mentioned you were a motivational speaker. And, and so how's that going for you? I, I get, uh, in fact, to be honest with you, um, uh, this is just you and I talking. No one else listened to what I'm getting ready to tell. I don't normally have motivational speakers on my show because they're a dime a dozen. So what makes Alistair Banks different? So what makes me different is that my whole dynamic um, with food changed after um, I got out of my own first, you know, love relationship. And I think um, one of my friends kind of intervened at that time and said um, that he noticed some changes, you know, within my mental health, within my body, how I was feeling about myself and how despite um, everything I was trying to do to fit this mold that I wanted to, that it was just damaging me. And I didn't realize it at the time because over the span of, you know, being in the eighth grade up and through being a senior in college, I had lost like 84 pounds, which is a lot of weight. Right. And so I had developed an eating disorder at that time called orthorexia, which is a uh, obsessive healthy eating disorder. It's not like orexia. Mm -hmm. And I touch on, um, self-worth and weight management and my motivational speeches and also tie my own personal experiences and I think people can relate to that um trying to find their worth especially you know in the 21st century which is hard mm -hmm. we have yeah. things thrown at us that try to teach us you know differently about ourselves and we think okay we need to fit this societal mold but it's our self-worth is found, you know, through Jesus Christ and how he views us, how he sees us. Well, you know, that's, that's, um, that is the, again, the culture that we live in. That is their, their slant. And that is the attack of the enemy, you know, over in Matthews, um, Christ says that wherever there is a carcass, the buzzards, mm -hmm. the buzzards will, um, will gather. And so uh, we allow too many things that should be dead in our lives to go. We, we allow them. And so we allow demonic spirits. We allow words from people that don't have our best interests. We allow this, the, the world thought process 
all this to come and attack where we are. And then they start to swarm and eventually they'll pick at, pick at the uh, pieces of us, but we really have to let things go. I really feel we hold on to too much in our society instead of letting it go. Uh, Alistair, what I would like to do is, uh, if we can, um, is to take a break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about what, uh, talk a little bit more about your motivational speaking and also some of the things that you have coming up. Okay. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So we're talking with Alistair Banks and she is, uh, I'm just going to say, um, you know, she is multi, she says multi-generational. I'm going to say multi-everything because she's a writer, a motivational speaker, a blogger, writes children's books. And so she has uh, something to say and something to uh, share. Uh, and and a lot of what I'm, I'm hearing from Alistair as we are talking <clears throat> is this you know, this, this thing we have in, in the world, in America, about body image and how you feel about yourself. I, I really don't care what people have said to you in your past, guys. Um, what lives inside of you is a power. You know, I always say passion produces power. There's a power that's inside of you that if you don't let your light shine, if you don't let that light come out, people will try to uh, destroy that light. That's what some people do. In fact, this is what this world is designed to do. But your power is in knowing who you are and knowing who you are in Yahshua. And when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Alistair Banks. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay on tune. Hello, my name is Adriana. Did you know that there are half a million amazing kids in foster care? I read a book called The Crystal Kingdom to bring awareness to amazing families like mine. When you purchase my book on eBay, a portion of the proceeds will go to a foster care organization to help these amazing families. Think in advance, like my dad always says, keep the light on. Wouldn't you like to start your day upbeat and motivated? Dr. Butler has written a wonderful book. It is called A Moments of Grace. It is a devotional for a busy life. You can get your copy at www.drajrbutler.com. What if you worked as hard as you could, but still couldn't make all of your obligations? You worked two or three jobs and you still couldn't make ends meet. You know, most Americans are living from paycheck to paycheck. And some of our American brothers and sisters, even our veterans, are already living in shelters, living in their cars or dwellings, not even suitable for human dwelling. Well, we have something to help the poor. It's called the Grace Project. But the Grace Project is an initiative to build clean, affordable homes for our homeless families and veterans. They have to go through a rigorous process. We don't just give them homes. And we put them in a position where they no longer have to live in a shelter or in places not suitable for human dwelling. If you'd like to learn more, please go to www.graceproject.info or you can give at graceproject.info homes.com again www.graceprojecthomes.com 
Bible.com, all one word. And we'll see you on the other side. Let's get some of these families and our veterans off the street. God bless you and have a day of grace. And we're back, we're back, we're back. So happy that, like I said, I, I hope you all, as you're listening to those ads, you know, um, we have a project, the Grace Project. We have, oh gosh, I, I think I put something on Facebook a few days ago. You know, I love the hard work. Uh, the hard work is hard, but it's rewarding. You know, to build homes for the homeless and for our veterans, we have five projects going on right now. And our biggest thing is, you know, it's, it's got to be fundraising. 30 years of ministry, I've, I've never, never, never had to ask for one dime from anybody to do anything that I felt the Lord was leading us to do. And, um, you know, it, it, our hearts have to be pricked. Matthew's, excuse me, Mark 14 and 7, Christ says that the poor will be with us always. And that just pricks our heart, you know, over there in Matthew's 28, you know, the Great Commission is there. And so for those that are, we want to thank you for being a partner with us uh, on the Moments of Grace, excuse me, not just on the Moments of Grace, but with the Grace Project. Thank you for being a partner with us. And for those that are not, I want to encourage you to uh, go to our website, uh, which is in the show notes, uh, drajrbutler.com, or you can go to www.graceprojectinfo to find out more about uh, the Grace Project and become a, a, a partner with us, become a prayer partner with us, become a monthly partner with us. If you have talents and we have one of these projects in your state, come on out. We on, always need somebody to hammer uh, a board or uh, help with foundation or rake a yard or do something to get some of these families off the street to some of our veterans. So with that said, you know, we are talking with Alistair Banks, and Alistair, welcome back to Moments of Grace. Thank you. It is so, I'm, I'm so excited talking with you about um, your blogs and everything else that you're doing. Um, and, and, you know, we, we talked earlier um, before the break, and I, I tell you, I very rarely have motivational speakers. You, you know, you're, you kind of fit a different mold than what I would normally have. Cause I usually turn down motivational speakers. Cause like I said, you know, they're, they come a dime a dozen. I'm intrigued with yours because you're dealing with real life issues. Um, so you're not just um, saying, if you do X, Y, Z, everything is going to be okay. You do, you go through some of the, the trials that you went through with, with, uh, with your weight and with your eating disorder in your, in your speeches or what? Yes. So I tie in all those things into my motivational speeches. And I also um, touch light on like the causes and the effects of self-sabotaging behaviors and how you come out on the other side with them. There you go. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Keep, keep, keep going. Else. I was just agreeing with you. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Um, so the, so self-sabotaging behaviors, um, which are fear and shame, the feelings of bitterness, um, feeling insecure about yourself, which especially goes touches with um, body image and weight and peer pressure and trying to fit in as, you know, in school. And I think a lot of the movies and things out in Hollywood kind of like talk about, 
you know, trying to fit in, trying to find your voice. Um, like in the movie, you know, Mean Girls. And at the end of the day, I think everybody, you know, came together in that movie and they all got along with each other and they all put their differences to the side. You know, and, and as you said that, you know, my my daughter, she always says something because uh, being African-American, we live in a, a very strange time in America. So we're constantly talking with her about self-esteem and these things. And maybe she has a little bit too much, I think, sometimes. But, um, you know, feeling good about yourself. And she always says, you know, Dad, everybody has something wrong with them. So I I don't go through a lot of the things that some of my other friends go through. Because, uh, again, um, you know, we're, we're about making sure that the young people that we come in contact with know that uh, they're beautiful regardless of what a magazine says or, you know, uh, you know, if, if, if they have a healthy weight or they're, they're eating healthy and doing what's healthy, um, there's, you know, there's no medical issues. You know, we're, we're foster parents also. So we've had one young lady that had diabetes at nine years old, and that just, just kind of breaks your heart. But, you know, so much is happening with our food these days and, you know, uh, so much is going on with, with our bodies these days. And, and there's no such thing as a perfect body image. And, and if there is, what you have to go through to maintain it is absolutely uh, inhuman. <laughs> you know, it yeah. is absolutely inhuman. You know, my Bible tells me we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I believe that every single day. So I don't think God made a mistake when he made any of us. And so do you, you cover any, so with the groups that you talk to, Alistair, is, uh, is, is it just Christian groups or you talk with secular groups, church groups, youth groups? What do you, who do you talk to primarily? So I talk to youth groups primarily. Got you. Got you. And they need it. Wow. They, they yeah. really need it. Yeah. What, what has been some of the uh, responses you've gotten after your, um, after your motivational speeches? I think everybody just feels inspired and I think they had something to take away from it and they can relate to me and they just see my energy, you know, flow through the room and they just feel a positive, better sense of self. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and with that, with that said, when people walk away, what are three things that when you're talking with your groups, do you have three principles or three things that you could share with us um, that if someone were to bring you in, they can expect uh, when Alistair comes and talk to me? Um, that I am strong, I am love, and I am beautiful. Amen, amen, amen. And everybody needs to know that male and female. I know you do, do a lot with females, but even males need to know, yes, guys will change beautiful to handsome. You are handsome. Yes, you are. Like I said, God made no mistake when he made you. Um, so, Alistair, what, what, what's next for you, my friend? You, you're doing a whole lot. And uh, so what's next on, on your agenda? So I will be going to Colton County Memorial Library in Walterboro, South Carolina on September the 28th. And I will be giving my presentation at 10 a.m. to about 60 to 70 children. And I will be wow. presenting. My book, Spring Brings Summer, A Colorful Balloon Ride, and Lenny the Lizard and His Green Scarf. Okay. All right. 
And could you just just kind of share with us some of the um, the high points of those books? You know, what 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 we what you expect your readers to get out of those books? For children to understand the seasons of spring and summer, and okay. for to understand how to identify and match colors, and the importance of kindness and empathy through Lady the Lizard. Oh, wonderful, wonderful! And is that the one with the scarf? I think you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's the What's the deal with the scarf? Because I, I would imagine the scarf is going to play a, a a pivotal role in in the in the book, does it? Yeah. Oh, wonderful! All right, all right. And now you also have uh, a book coming out, uh, I believe, in October. Sarah's Crossroads. The Silent Cries of Sarah's Crossroads. So, so uh, uh, share with us about that book and and what your um, uh, when it's coming out, what to expect when we uh, read that. And so, so give us your your elevator speech. What, what tell us about that book? So, Sarah Crossroads comes to a crossroads in life, whether to choose a nine to five job path in psychology, like her parents want to, hmm. or to play in the WNBA like her heart's desire wants her to. And kind of has doubts of whether or not this dream can come true or not. That, that, that sounds intriguing. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm can't wait to, to get an opportunity to read that book. That sounds, sounds great. Where'd you get the idea for this one? Because as I'm talking with you, this, this is seems, that one seems a little bit, um, away from from your personality it may be i don't know so so where where did, did this uh idea come from so this idea came from just my love of basketball stories okay. growing wow yeah okay go ahead so I'm, I'm sorry i'm just agreeing with you <laughs> i'm just agreeing with you go ahead my friend. like air Bud, and i do love basketball so that's just a neat interesting sport gotcha. so Decided to tie in my love of basketball into Sarah Crossroads. And, you know, I have a passion for race, you know, for eating disorders and being able to help those heal from their eating disorders through my own personal experience and just words of wisdom. And so Allie Billings and Sarah Crossroads um, share that in common with each other. Mm. So um, they both meet each other when they're in college. And at that time, um, Sarah um, is trying to heal from her binge eating disorder that she had struggled with when her sister passed away after prom when, when the, um, limo crashed. And so a drunk driver, um, ended up hitting them at that time in the book. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, do, do you find that there is a, um, contributing factor and now you, you mentioned you had an eating disorder because um, it seems like, you know, body image and everything revolves around a lot of your, a lot of your writing. In fact, you're, you're taking the, the, the first liturgy from writing and that is write what you know. Um, do you think there is a debilitating factor, some factor that causes people to want to go down that road of, of, of uh, having an eating disorder? from your experience and maybe from your writing, maybe from people you talk to? Uh, yes, because I think we allow other people to dictate the way that we look, whether that would be friendships or whether we love relationships, whether that be in like in um, broadcast industry where you're kind of seeing yourself on TV like all the time. And, you know, 
believe me, I understand. I, <laughs> I yeah. had a, uh, I had a, uh, 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 television well in Augusta, Georgia, for about eight or nine years. Uh, you know, we 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 teach, and in fact, we still do a little something on Facebook and everything. Um, so, so you you you're totally right. Um, you know, even even for myself, I'm very very self conscious about uh, making sure everything is is right. And you know, we've been on in a movie and everything else. You know, we've done those things. So, so it is very 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 important. Um, uh, but it is not the most important thing. I think making sure that that inner peace, that that inner peace that only Yahshua brings, the inner peace that Abba, Father, and the Ruka, the Holy Spirit brings, it is more important than this outer shell. Um, th- this is just like your car, guys. It's just a vehicle. It, it it you know it's going to break down one day, and you're going to get out of it and and get another one. And same thing with the spiritual life that we lead. One day this thing is going to, to break down and there's a, a new body for us. And so as a believer, at least me, Alistair, as a believer and, and according to his word, I believe that. Yes. Amen. Well, Alistair, anything else going you'd like to share with us before we, uh, before we end our conversation? I'd like to thank you for being here on Moments of Grace. We really have enjoyed having you. Thank you for having me. So I'm also a co-author with evangelist Ratita Rogers, and her book is going to be released on September the 30th. And I've contributed a chapter called Food Rectified by God. Wonderful, wonderful. And I want to make sure everyone understand we are in season three. And so the dates that she's giving you are for 2022. Um, you know, I want to make sure as we move forward, you understand it's 2022, but you can reach out to Alistair Banks. How, Alistair? So you can reach out to me through my website at alistairtheauthor.com. Alistairtheauthor.com. Great. And most of your books on uh, on Amazon? Yes. Okay, wonderful. And we'll have her books in the show notes and some links to her um to her and also to her books and her blog and everything else she's doing. I'd like to thank you again for being here with us, Alistair. Oh, thank you for having me today. It's been my pleasure. Wonderful, wonderful. You know, as we are meandering through all of the muck and mire that we go through, there's still so much beauty in the world. The most beautiful thing in the world as a person that's listening to me right now, it's you, regardless of what people have said, regardless of uh, your predilections or your prowess, whether you're up or down and all of these things, there's still beauty in you. And, and you know, as we talked with Alistar and she was sharing with us, you know, her books or blogs and, and the people that she's reaching, the things that she's doing. And one thing I hear from, her is that there is inner beauty and we can't allow anyone or anything to stop us from moving forward. With that said, I hope that you continue when you look in the mirror to see something great because, you know, I, I uh, several years ago uh, did a empirical study about the impossibility it is for you to be here. Not advocating the lottery but you know we've said this before you can win the lottery 27 times statistically than to be born 
And so it is such a, it is such a beautiful thing to know that God chose you out of the will of all the souls that he could have chose, he chose you. And you're here to do his work, here to do his will. Don't let anyone stop you. And with that said, we'll see you next time here on Moments of Grace. Remember to love God, love life, and keep the light on. See you next time. Hello, my name is Deaconess Linda McManus, and I just finished listening to Dr. Butler's um, interview on Moments of Grace with Sister um, Sharon Quarles. I admire her strength and courage to even share her experiences with the audience. She is truly a conqueror. And thank you for sharing that. And I have forwarded it to other family members of mine so that they can share in listening to your story and that they can further protect their children and listen and uh, watch their children and listen or search for any signs of any discomfort and constantly check in with their children to make sure that they are okay. Thank you again for your interview.